This is episode number 148 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade Hi. and Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we are here to both educate you and to entertain you with all the wonderful things that we have to offer here at the Middle Country Public Library. I haven't done that in a long time. And I won't do it again for a long time. <laughs> What'd you do? The little, yeah, because you're not paying attention over there. You're flipping your papers. You're getting ready for your show. And uh, no, the little uh, entertain and uh, educate. The you spiel haven't? that should be recorded. The spiel that should be recorded. You haven't done that? I haven't done that, no, for a long time. What have you been doing? I've just been like, hey, how's it going? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, he hasn't. No, no, really, yeah. I've just been like, hey, hi, ladies, how are you? Yeah, go, go, go back. I know, I know you don't you usually don't listen to the show, but go back and listen. Okay. We got like a potpourri today, right? I mean, you're going to yeah. talk about some things. I like to call it a poopery, but yes. Right. <laughs> Sarah, why don't you go first? All right. So I just um, have a bunch of new books yeah, that books. the adult side has to offer you. So um, in no particular order, I just chose a random. These are no, actually I didn't choose. These are actually suggested by Booklist okay. as, uh, you know, books that they're looking forward to coming out, new releases. So. Cool. Per book list. So we have Anxious People by Frederick Backman, translated by Neil Smith. Am I in the cover? <laughs> <laughs> you very well could be. It's the back. Me with different, different, different angles. <laughs> two, uh, two people's backsides. So it's Swedish, a Swedish book. And I wouldn't think an- uh, Swedes are very anxious, but here we mm-hmm. go. The summary is taken hostage by a failed bank robber while attending an open house. Eight anxiety-prone strangers, including a redemption-seeking bank director, two couples who would fix their marriages, and a plucky octogenarian discover their mm. unexpected common traits. Mm. So it's quite, there's a lot, of, a lot of anxious people buying houses. Yeah. The other one is called The Cold Millions by Jess Walter. Now, this is a a very long summary, so I'll just read the first two sentences. Orphans, Gig, and Ride Dolan don't have a penny to their names. The brothers work work grueling odd jobs each day just to secure a meal and spend nights sleeping wherever they can with other day laborers. 23-year-old Gig is a passionate union man fighting for fair pay and calling out the corrupt employers who exploit the working class. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-uh. Mm. Okay, so, heavy. Yeah, th- there's another like whole other paragraph. Mm. And if you want to know more, <laughs> take out the book. Uh, the other suggested book is called Earthlings by Sayaka Murata, translated from the Japanese by Ginny Tapley. Mm. Also a very long summary, so I will s- shorten it. Yeah. As a child, Natsuki doesn't fit into her family. Her parents favor her sister. And her best friend is a plush toy hedgehog named <laughs> Piet, who has explained to her that he has come from the planet Poppin' Poopopia on a special quest to help her save the Earth. Nice. <laughs> Sounds fun. Okay. What's the name of the planet again, Sarah? Uh, Poppin' Poopopia. Poppin' Poopopia. Yep, that's all right. It sounds like 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 a, a fear of people popping into your house, you know, like doing yeah. the pop-in. Like, well, I mean, we that's, just, how, just the that's how I interpret it. We were just in the neighborhood. We thought Nicole can up. give her spin on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said it with authority, Bo-pia. I thought. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Poppin' Poopopia. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, okay. So um, <laughs> this is an adult book, though, even though this is about a, a yeah. uh, you know, child. Mm-hmm. So um, Earthlings ask what it means to be 
happy in a stifling world and cements Sayaka Murata's status as a master chronicler of the outsider experience. Hmm. Nice. All right. So going on, we have the last story of Mina Lee by Nancy Jean Lee. Suspecting foul play in the wake of her mother's accidental death, Margot Lee investigates her mother's past as a Korean war orphan and undocumented immigrant before uncovering profound secrets. Uh-huh. So that's a drama. There's some heavy books. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, these books are very heavy. Is there well, romance on there? <laughs> that, that's not... Well, there's a mystery. Okay, all right, I'll take it. There's a Is cozy it like, mystery that's coming up oh, right now. Okay. Sarah did a search for, you know, books that I would like. And it's like <laughs> no, these are all the highly... I have the article at my desk. <laughs> Little, bo- Little Bookshop of Murder oh, cute. by oh, Maggie Blackburn. Yeah. It's a Beach Reads mystery. Oh. And this is a very short summary. Ready? Summer... Merriweather, a Shakespearean scholar, inherits a beachside bookshop and a murder mystery that she takes upon herself to investigate. Love it. All right. Okay. Last but not least, <laughs> The Once and Future Witches by Alex E. Harrow. In the late 1800s, three sisters, it's always three, mm-hmm. power of three, mm-hmm. three sisters use witchcraft to change the course of history. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. yep. In Alex E. Harrow's powerful novel of magic and, ready for it? Mm-hmm. The suffragette movement. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I didn't That's see cool. that coming. In 1893, there's no such thing as witches. There used to be in the wild, dark days before the burnings began. But now, witching is nothing but tidy charms and nursery rhymes. Dun, dun, dun. So, and the last sentence is, stalked by the shadows and sickness, hunted by forces who will not suffer a witch to vote and perhaps not even to live, the sisters will need to delve into the oldest magics... Draw new alliances and heal the bond between them if they want to survive. There's no such thing as witches, but there will be. Mm. Very popular. Some science fiction and fantasy. Cool. That sounds good. And that's just a few of all the new books because publishers are still pumping out new yeah, books for that's the one, to enjoy. I think that's the one thing that didn't I didn't see like a difference with with them um, because mm. I think it's so far in advance mm. the books. Yeah. So with this whole the COVID thing. Music suffered like CD, re- mm. like new CDs yeah. were like hardly any new CDs. Well, also to write, a writer can write alone. Yeah, can write alone, yeah. yes. Yeah, and the so. everything happens, you know. It's yeah. Yeah, electronically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, we'll put those in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Something very, for everyone. Very good. And oh, our- wait. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't, pr- I didn't print this out, but there is a new Deepak Chopra book. Oh, really? A meditation. Just oh, so. cool. <laughs> cool. Yes. <laughs> And for for folks who uh, come down to to our physical library, our new books are separated from all the other books. So we have a new book section mm. that you can browse. Mm-hmm. Uh, new fiction, new nonfiction, mysteries, biographies, large prints. Large prints. It's all separated out. So when you come down, you could do you can you can browse as well. Yep. But we'll put those in the show notes. Thank you so much, Sarah. Wait, does Children's have a new books area? Yes. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> we it's have easy. new, but we have like picture new book picture books. It's on the round display, um, mm-hmm. and then we have new book like um, our J fiction, our chapter books, and that's behind our desk. Behind it is like in a, it's still in like a uh, an aisle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like the new book. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I did not know that. Right. Cool. <laughs> I've only worked here forever. Yeah. <laughs> New books and children. What? You guys buy books? <laughs> Sorry. Well, thank. Well, thanks again, Sarah and sure. uh, Nicole. What will you be speaking about this week? Sure. 
It's been a minute, but uh, I went back to <gasps> good oh, old trusty book riot. Book riot. <laughs> Do they what? have a jingle? I feel like we should play it every time it's set. <laughs> Maybe money being coins. <laughs> I was just gonna book say that there was a there was a gift basket on Nicole's desk. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if this is from book riot. No, sorry. I wish. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, but it. Like last week, we talked about the holiday movies yes. that we like. So yeah. there was a list on Book Riot of 10 inclusive children's holiday books oh. for the most wonderful story times of the year. Cool. So we have Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins by Eric Kimmel and Trina Schart. And it's about um, Herschel Ostropol, who takes it upon himself to outsmart a band of goblins who are terrorizing a village synagogue preventing the villagers from celebrating Hanukkah. But apparently it's like good, like it's like laughing and, you know, it's like a very popular uh, book and won an award or something. Yeah. And there's Leave Me Alone by Vera Brogskull and a beyond exasperated by her grandchildren's distracting questions about her important winter knitting, an old woman stomps away from her family home with a sack full of yarn and a desperate command, Leave Me Alone. Sounds like my mom. (laughs) She travels up a mountain to the moon and even through a wormhole before finding the creative solitude she craves. But when her work is finally done, its purpose directs her back where her journey began. This funny, whimsical story is pretty universally relatable to winter holidays, the themes of family and giving. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. And there's Grandma's Gift by Eric Velasquez. This tender autobiographical story might make you cry, but only in the good way. Velasquez remembers the Christmas that made him an illustrator when he and his Puerto Rican grandmother visited the Metropolitan Museum of Art and spotted a surprisingly familiar face among the portraits. There's tangible warmth to each scene in Grandma's gift, whether we're following young Eric and Grandma through the museum itself, around their neighborhood of El Barrio, or into Grandma's kitchen as she prepares her holiday pasteles. Ooh, abuelita! Uh, There's Little Rabbit's Kwanzaa by Donna L. Washington and Shane W. Evans. Little Rabbit sets out to find a special treat for his ailing grandmother so that his family will be able to celebrate the Kwanzaa feast known as Karamu, even though she is ill. His quest ultimately illustrates the Neguzu Saba, or Seven Principles of Kwanzaa. And then this one I am going to order. We don't have it yet. But it's called Santa's Husband by Daniel Kibblesmith and A.P. Quatch. The point of the story is, um, or how it came to be written, was in December of 2016, the Mall of America hired a black Santa Claus, and there was outrage. Um, and so Daniel Kibblesmith taunted the people who were outraging uh, by tweeting, me and my fiancé have decided our future child will only know about black Santa, and if we see white Santa, we'll say, that's his husband. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, funny. how this book came about. And Santa's husband is a sweet, silly imagining of Santa and Mr. Claus's domestic life, complete with a wedding officiated by Parson Brown. And then we have Ramadan Moon by Naima B. Robert. And this is a free verse poetry, um, and it's uh, watercolors. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. I love watercolor. Okay, we have <laughs> The Mitten by Jan Britt, which is a classic. I was going to say, that's not Yeah, me. that's a classic winter holiday um, tale. So we have that. We have, there's that, it's a Ukrainian tale, and then we have, like, every other imagining, you know what I mean, retelling of it and stuff, so. How old is that book? Very old. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know offhand. <laughs> I'm not, not that good at children's librarian. <laughs> not my <laughs> my speciality it's ancient okay <laughs> and then this one's a middle grade book the lottery's more or less by emma donahue oh wow yeah. the room 
It's for children. <laughs> <laughs> it's holiday theme follow up to the lotteries plus one. So every year, nine year old Sumac Lottery looks forward to her big, diverse family's week long observation of winter holiday rituals the Solstice Parade, the Saturnalia Banquet, and the neighborhood wide cookie party. But this year, a fierce storm has knocked out the lottery's electricity and delayed some family members' travel plans. For Sumac, who doesn't even like it when it, it doesn't snow in time for solstice, this breaks the traditions and it's totally unacceptable. Mm-hmm. How will she get through a celebration that's only more or less perfect? And then there's Seven Spools of Thread, Kwanzaa Story by Angela Shelf, Medeiros, and Daniel Minter, Brief History of Kwanzaa, and a Fun Challenge for Young Readers. Can you spot all seven principles of Kwanzaa in the story? Mm. And then you travel to Ghana and meet seven bickering brothers whose father challenges them to weave seven spools of thread into gold. Cool. Those are some inclusive stories about the various holidays and, you know, winter kind of themes. Nice, yeah. yeah. Something, uh, you know, alternative uh, holidays there. Yeah, some th- books that aren't like your same Typical. ones you see every, yeah, exactly, every you yeah. know what I mean? Some new, cool. new stuff, which is nice, yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Nicole. You're welcome. So that does it for this show, but I do want to mention that uh, next week we're going to do a, a movie chat. How's that sound? Sounds good. Yeah. And you got me thinking, uh, Sarah, I, either Sarah or Nicole, one of the, it was one of the choices on, on your lists. Um, so I, I think I would like to talk about uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm. which is, has become a uh, considered a classic, classic uh, holiday movie sure. so uh so if you haven't seen that i know you didn't see it, so. yeah. <laughs> I never saw it. so uh if you haven't seen it um uh, watch it and then come back next week and listen to us uh, chat about it and if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes listen to older uh movie chats you can do that by going to our website www.mcplpodcast.com or if you have an idea for a future show or you just want to leave a comment, uh, email us, podcast at mcplibrary.org. So for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>